have enjoyed the series the last few weeks. Amen. You know, it is important as Christians, you know, at times we, we have a busy schedule. We, uh, we have our families, right? We have work. But it's so important as Christians for us to do God's will. And sometimes we might ask, well, what is God's will for my life? What is my purpose? What has God called me to do in this world? Amen? So this morning, our title is, Are We Walking in the Calling that the Lord Has Asked of Us? Are you and I walking in the calling that God has for each and every one of us? Let's read our central passage, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. One more time, and it reads like this. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. What is this speaking of? This is speaking of the Great Commission. The Great Commission that God has called you, God has called me, God has called us to. The Great Commission. We see before Jesus was ascended to heaven, he gave the church, he gave the disciples a great massive task. And here are the four. The great commission Jesus commands us is to preach the gospel to all nations, baptize new believers, make disciples, and do miracles. In this passage, Jesus is speaking to his disciples at this time, in this generation, but then he's charging us as Christians to go out to make more disciples, to share the good news of Jesus Christ, to share our testimonies, to share what has God brought us out of. Because let me tell you, God has brought me out of a lot. God has brought you out of a lot. But are we doing our part as Christians? Are we sharing Jesus to our world, to our generation? Are we sharing God's love and what has he done for each and every one of us? Amen? So the word commission implies a charge and an order or a mandate. Let me say that again. Commission implies a charge, an order, and a mandate. Those are strong words, right? If we think about it, the strong words to charge, meaning to go after, to go and make disciples. Amen? Jesus is charging us to go out and take a stand, to go out and share his love with the world, to go out and, and save the lost. But the therefore go, how many can say that's hard? The word therefore go. When Christ calls us to go, to go speak to that person, to go pray for that person, to go stop what you're doing, to go out and give that $5 bill to that homeless, to give that, that $10 bill to maybe a single mom that doesn't have any gas. 
that we're there go for can be hard sometimes. Why? Because a lot of times we don't stop and recognize our surroundings. We're so busy in a hurry, right? I have to go take the kids to school. I have to go to work. I have to make dinner for my husband. I have to make lunch, um, prepare lunch for the kids' schools. We live in a world that's rushed all the time, right? Come on, someone. I'm not the only one. We live in a fast-paced world. And when God is calling out and saying, go, right away, what's our reaction? Oh, God, I don't know. Are you sure you're talking to me, Lord? God, are you, are, are you sure you want me to give my last $20 bill? Lord, are you sure you want me to go speak to that person? And when God is calling us, we're like, oh, they'll be there tomorrow. That's, that's their famous street corner, right? Or, oh, Lord, um, I don't have cash. Uh, I only have my ATM. But if God's calling us to give that $5, we could go to the store and click, maybe not even give them money, maybe give, give them a donut. Give them a hamburger. How many lives can we be touching that we're not because we're not listening to the voice of God? We're not listening to the nudge of the Holy Spirit saying, hey, I need you. I need you to speak life to that man. I need you to speak life to that woman. I need you to speak life to that little boy right there. Are we doing our job as Christians to speak life to someone? We need to have that desire, that, that vessel of his miraculous power. We have the power of healing, deliverance, prophecy. They all go in hand in hand. We have that calling, but are we using it? Did you know the same God that uses Pastor Jack, Pastor Brenda, myself, Pastor Rodrigo, Pastor Carla, is the same God that could use you, that could use you, that could use you, amen? Because we serve the same God. We serve the same God to say, in Jesus' name, I proclaim healing over your body. In Jesus' name, you are more than a conqueror. In Jesus' name, you can do all things through Christ who may give you strength. Amen? But do we truly believe that the same God has the power through me as in you? Because God has chosen, God has called each and every one of us to do his work, to do his miracles. Amen? If we look back and we study the apostles, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we see that in Matthew, Luke, right? We see that the charge that Jesus is giving his disciples. In Luke 24, 47, it says, Repentance, 
I'm sorry, let me go back. We see in Mark 16, verse 17 and part of 18, a charge to the disciples, similar but with different details. Jesus makes a shocking promise. He says, and these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, and they will have place in their hands on the sick people, and they will be well. We have, given, we have been given the authority of Jesus Christ to make an impact, to proclaim Jesus, to believe in signs and in wonders. Amen? We see in Luke 24, verse 27, Jesus says, Repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations. Luke also wrote in Acts 2, 38 and 39, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of what? The gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off from who the Lord God will call. Did you know he has a plan for your generation? He has a plan for your children. He has a plan for your grandchildren. He has a plan for your great-grandchildren. But it takes us as Christians to do God's work. It takes us to stop and smell the roses. Have you heard that saying? Stop and smell the roses. Are we doing our part? Amen? More than ever, we need to understand the true meaning of these passages. If God is saying in his word to go out and make disciples, to go out and win more souls for my honor and my glory, to go out and pray, for the, and pray healing for the sick, if he's saying it in his word, then it's important to us. And we forget that. We're so busy at times rushing and doing what we have. And we're forgetting to win more souls for Jesus Christ. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to empower us with boldness to speak of his name. To empower us, to uplift us, to encourage us, to give us boldness, to give us that fresh anointing, that fresh fire. The visions and wonders that he did, he gave to the disciples, he is still doing today in our generation. But you know what? We need to grab a hold of it and say, Jesus. Jesus, use me. Jesus, speak life through me. Jesus, give me a new hunger, a new desire to do your will. Amen? Amen. We need to ask the Holy Spirit. See, God has commissioned us. God has commissioned you to speak of the gospel, to win the whole world, to win the world one by one. Amen? And at times we could be overwhelmed. Let's be honest. At times we could be overwhelmed and, and we could say, well, Pastor Selly, Jesus is saying to win the whole world. Pastor Selly, Jesus has called us and discipled us to go out. And we can be overwhelmed and say, well, man, Selly, that's, that's the whole world you're talking about. Yeah. But one by one. Can we imagine how many, if you think about it, how many friends and family members 
do each and every one of us have? We all have a circle of friends and family. Let's say we have each of us, Pastor, we have maybe 100 here. Maybe let's say, let's say 100. There's 100 of us here. And each of us have an influence of 10. Out of that 10, this week, I'm going to witness to one. I'm going to witness to two. How much will that grow and blossom for the honor and glory of Jesus Christ? That influence one by one in Jesus' name will come to know who God is. Not just come on Sunday mornings, but come to have a relationship with our Father in heaven. Amen? In 1 Timothy 2, 3 through 4, tells us that the Lord desires, the Lord desires, he desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. He desires. If Jesus desired it and desires it still, we need to have that passion. We need to have that desire. Amen. In 2 Peter 3, 9, not wishing that anyone perish, but that all should reach repentance. If God wants all men to be saved, we should want them to be saved. We should have that desire. We should have that hunger that's deep down in our stomachs that comes to our heart, that comes through our throat to say, I want, I want my family to be saved. I want my friends to know who Jesus is. But it takes us to take that small step. It takes us to say, do you know who Jesus is? Do you know what Jesus did for my life? Do you know that he died on the cross to save us from our sins because we are not perfect? We are far from perfect. But when he died, he rose again. Amen? The basics, the basics. The good news of salvation is available. See, like Pastor Jack spoke last week, right? He spoke last week about the divine appointments that God and the Holy Spirit gives to each and every one of us. The divine appointments when he's knocking, when the Holy Spirit is nudging at you and saying, hey. When the Holy Spirit puts that person into mind and to your heart, that's God saying, hey, something's going on in their life. And I need you to come out. I need you to speak life in them. But a lot of times we say, oh, God, I'm not worthy. God, I'm still making mistakes. God, I don't know the whole Bible. God, I've only been a Christian for one or two years. God, I don't know how, I don't even know how to start. And we make excuses. We make excuses, I don't have time, I don't have talents, I'm not like pastors. But God has spoken life through each and every one of us. 
God has called us as Christians to go out just like the disciples, to go, go out and win more souls. In Luke 19.10, for the Son of Man came to speak and save the lost. The Son of Man came to speak and save the lost. We see that Jesus, Jesus himself took the time to walk to the cities, to walk to the towns, right? He walked. He made time for the community. He made time to speak life to each and every person. What a great example of that. Jesus himself took the time to walk and to talk. For example, Jesus spoke to Nicodemus, a Pharisee. Jesus talked to Zacchaeus, a tax collector. Jesus spoke to Mary and Martha, who were women. Jesus spoke to the woman at the well, a Samaritan. Jesus spoke to each and every one of his disciples. He spoke to each and every one of his disciples to let them know that they are called and chosen to make an impact. They are called and chosen to make a difference just like you and I. Let's do the same. Let's have a hunger and a desire to win more souls for Jesus. Because 51% of Christians don't understand what the Great Commission is. They think it might not pertain to them. They may think that, oh, I'll let the pastors and the leaders go speak to them. They know more. 64% of people who believe in the word of God have forgotten the true meaning of what it is of the command, the mission. The fear that many people have concerning the Great Commission has led to becoming the great omission in many of our churches. But Jesus loves the whole world if we go back to the basics, Jesus loved the whole world in John 3.16. And we all know that verse. John 3.16, for God so loved the world, what? Say it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Amen. God loves this world. The modern church at times have failed this. This is a... To this day, about 41% of the world's population have little or no exposure to the gospel. We see 97% of these people live in a region called the 1040 window. What is that? What has happened to Christians like you and I? What we need is an awakening of the Holy Spirit. We need an awakening. We need a stirring up to, 
Give us that hunger, God. Give us that desire. You know what? Because time is running out. Time is running out, you guys. And we need to have a passion. We need to have that hunger and desire to say, Lord, stir in me a new hunger, my God. Stir in me a new boldness. Stir in me a new fire, my God, to go out and speak of your name, to win more souls for your honor and your glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray for a new anointing that this new year, I pray for a new fire that God may release a desire and a hunger to win more souls for his honor and his glory. Because in Paul, as Paul asks in Romans 10, 14, he says, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? How will they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without someone preaching to them? And we might get overwhelmed and say, well, preaching, it has to be something simple, just sharing God's love. What did God do for you? What did God bring you out of? Because each of us have a testimony. Each of us have a testimony where I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for Jesus Christ who got me out. When I have fallen, I have picked my cross up, and he has been there to guide me. All of us have a story. Amen? And I believe that this new year, God is stirring up revival like never before. God is stirring up a new anointing for his believers. But why don't we want to share it? If we love God and we have the desire and God's stirring up in us, why don't we have that desire? We need to ask the Holy Spirit to come in to give us that boldness because it's time to stop putting our salvation in a bottle. It's time to stop coming Sunday after Sunday and not bringing someone with us. It's time to be ask God to release us to a new level, to release us to speak of his name because he wants the whole world to know who he is. Amen. He wants us to reach the lost. He wants everyone to be saved, to know who he is. Let's not neglect what the Holy Spirit is doing in us. Let's not neglect to listen to that little voice that's calling us to speak to someone. And don't get discouraged or don't get disappointed. Don't think, well, Pastor Sally, you don't know how many times I've talked to my brother. You don't know how many times I've talked to my sister about Jesus, and they just don't want to accept it. Let me tell you, it's been years that I've been praying for my brother and my sisters to come to know who Jesus is. But am I losing hope? No. Am I losing faith? No. When Pastor Jack gives us the card at the beginning of the year, we don't put it in our pocket and say, oh, I'll wait till pastor gives it to me next year and pray for them. Uh-uh. I'm going to continue to push, 
to pray that the Holy Spirit do his work. I'm going to pray that, hey, my God, I know you're listening to me, but they're not coming to know who you are. I'm going to start praying that another Christian come to meet Richard, to come meet Cindy, to come meet Paul, to come meet Rebecca and Diana and all my friends that I have. Because it takes me, it takes you, it takes Pastor, it takes Pastor Rodrigo to help us pray and intercede for our loved ones. I'm not going to lose hope because I believe God, all things are possible through his name. I believe that one day I'm going to see my brother here kneeling before the Lord. I'm going to see my sister here coming to the feet of Jesus. I'm going to see my nephew come to know who God is. But it takes that faith. It takes that seed. It takes that boldness to say, hey, I'm going to invite them. Hey, I'm going to speak Jesus into their life because I'm doing my part. And I'm not losing hope that one day they will come to know who Jesus is. And I don't care that if it's through me. It might be through Brother Johnny because Brother Johnny knows my siblings. It doesn't matter, you guys. It doesn't matter who speaks life. What matters is each and every one is sharing the word of Jesus to our circle of influence. It matters that we're making a difference. It matters that we're making an impact of our world. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. At times, at times, let's be honest, at times we, we may neglect our health, right? We neglect maybe our family or we, we neglect our marriage or certain things we neglect in our daily life because we're human. We have this long list of schedules, right? As, as moms and dads, your list, it seems like, oh my gosh, I have 20 and I've only, I've only done two. A lot of times that's Pastor Sally. I have 20 and I've only done two. And I call my mom, mom, help me. <laughs> right? We neglect certain things. At times we neglect certain things. But when we ask God's guidance, when we ask the Holy Spirit to help us, to guide us, to uplift us, to strengthen us, to help us change what areas we need to be strengthened and changed, he will be there, right? He will be there to guide us, just like winning more souls for the honor and glory of God. He will guide your words. He will guide your steps. He will guide the strength and the vision if we say, yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus, here I am. Yes, Jesus, use me for your honor and your glory. Amen? All we need to do is pray, believe, and be mindful of who the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. Who can we help this week? Who can we encourage this week? Who can we speak to this week? Because I know my God is faithful. I know he's working every opportunity. I know he's working every day, every hour, every week, 
every month, every year. He is working on different situations. Amen? Don't be discouraged. A lot of times we, as Christians, we get discouraged, right? Because we're human. We get discouraged. And we say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to this person. I'm praying with this person. And a lot of times when we do that, we just throw in the towel, right? We're just like, oh, they just don't want to accept it. I'm just done. I'm done speaking to them. I'm just, I'm just going to wait and see what happens next year. I'm going to wait and invite them to church. And I'm going to say, Pastor Jack, you speak to them. I'm done with them, right? No. God doesn't want us to lose hope. God doesn't want us to give up. If we think about it, did God give up on us? No. Are we living a perfect life? No. Are we still making mistakes? Yes, because we're not perfect. But God says, I have a plan for you. I have a purpose for you. I have an anointing for you. Let me use you. Don't lose hope. Let's start getting used to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let us start getting used to and believing that through my prayer, that person will be healed. Because it's not through me, it's through Jesus Christ. It's not through me, it's through the Holy Spirit. Jesus wants every one of us to win more souls, to share the gospel, to prepare the church for his coming. Amen? And the good news is Jesus is not losing hope on us. He's not losing hope on me. He's not losing hope on you because he wants us to go. Therefore, go. Therefore, go commission. Therefore, go and do the word of God. Go do the work of God. Share the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. You might say, well, Pastor Sally, I'm, I'm, what's the beginning? How do I share of God's love? How do I, I commit to stay focused, to say, okay, I'm going to go and speak. Does the church offer this? How? Yes, if you say how, Pastor Sully, yes, we do offer it. <laughs> yes, we do offer it, but you know what? Let me tell you, it's going to take commitment. It's going to take you giving up some of your schedule to come and see, okay, God, what do you want me to do? Right? Yes, Pastor, Pastor Jack has written our growth track. The Holy Spirit has given words to Pastor Jack on how to win more souls for Jesus Christ. Because we all need help. We all need that encouragement. So when you see on our Mosaic Church app, when you see level one, level two, level three, level four, 
What is that? Four growth tracks on how to, how to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, how to grow stronger in the word of God, how to draw closer in the word of God, how to be strengthened, how to be empowered by what the Holy Spirit wants to work and do through us. When you complete all the four levels, the fourth level, specifically, Pastor Carla teaches that on street evangelism. She gives you homework. Uh-oh, homework. You're like, Pastor Sally, I'm done with homework. I'm not in school anymore. Well, Jesus is still giving us homework. Amen? Jesus is still giving us homework because we want to grow. We want to learn on what God has the plans for us. Amen? So I encourage you, take time. Take, it takes commitment to come on Sunday mornings. It takes commitment to come an hour, hour and a half earlier. Hey, if Pastor Sally could do it with two children, if Pastor Jack and Pastor Brenda could do it with three children, you can do it too. Amen? It takes sacrifice and it takes commitment. It takes discipleship to come along and be used, be uplifted, be strengthened, be empowered. Amen? The Great Commission, listen to this. The Great Commission is not an option to be considered. It is a command to be obeyed. Hmm. The Great Commission is not an option to be considered. It's an option. It's a command, sorry. It's a command to be obeyed. I want to obey my father. I want to obey what God has planned for me, for my family, for my children, for, for generations to come. But I need to be obedient. I need to have that hunger and that desire to understand what the Great Commission really means and how we can do our part. It takes all of us. It doesn't take five of us or ten of us. It takes all of us to do our part. If we are Jesus' disciples, if we are Jesus' disciples, we must go and preach the message of salvation. That Christ died for our sins, that he was buried and that he rose on the third day. We have to have that mentality that, what did Christ do? He died, he rose again, and not wait until we hear it on what? Our big holiday, Easter. Easter's coming, we hear it, we get excited, we get that oomph, right? But why do we wait until March or April? We need to have that in our brain, in our heart, to win more souls for Jesus on a daily basis, not just at Easter, not just at Christmas, not just on big holidays, but every single day of our life. It takes obedience. 
If we want to experience more of Jesus in our lives, then we must obey. If we want to experience of the Holy Spirit and a fresh anointing and a fresh fire, we need to obey what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us about. Obedience is the key of fulfilling God's plan for our lives. Many people may shy away from the personal discipleship because it's difficult. Why? Because if God is asking us to disciple someone, it takes time, it takes effort, and it takes commitment. God has called us to disciple our loved ones. God has called us to disciple our community. God has called us to make an impact of our generation and for the generations to come after me. So the challenge this morning is, who in your circle of influence can you share the gospel with this week? Who in your circle of influence can you share the gospel with this week? And if it still kind of gives you chills, if it still kind of makes you uneasy and nervous, and Lord, how do, I, how do I speak? It's not through you, but it's through the Holy Spirit to empower you. So this morning... This morning, if you say, Pastor Sally, I want to know who Jesus is. I want to make that commitment to know who he is and ask for forgiveness. This is your morning. With every eye closed and every head bowed, is there someone this morning says, Pastor Sally, I want to know more of the Jesus you're talking about. I want to know more of who Jesus is is how I can have him more in my life. With your hand raised, I'm just going to say a quick prayer for you. Thank you. I see one. Any more? I see two. Thank you, Lord. Three. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for who you are. We thank you, Jesus, that you don't judge us, Lord, but you're there to have a relationship with us. Lord, forgive me for my sins. Lord, come into my heart. Give me a hunger and a desire, my God, to continue running your race, to continue to grow of the plans that you have for my life, for my family's life. Help me to grow in your ways. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
just like I said, I feel God is moving in revival. God is stirring up a new hunger and a desire to serve him, to come to know who he is, to come at the feet of Jesus. But we need to do our part. We need to continue to share God's love with our influence, our circle of influence. So this morning, as we sing this song, and you say, Pastor Sully, pray with me that God gives me the boldness and a new desire to come to know who he is and to share the love of Jesus to my family and friends. I come against any fear and I pray for boldness in Jesus' name. If you want that this morning, a new desire and a new hunger to tell your friends and families of Jesus, this altar call is open.